again. You are now tuned into I Am Set Apart podcast, and I'm your host, Daryl Dixon Jr. It is February 14th, 2020, 2.05 in the a.m. In case you are wondering why I'm up at this hour, well, I finally got my designs today, and as soon as I got them immediately, right when I got back from Bible study, I started to press them up because uh, I got some stuff that I'm trying to do today. Would have been tomorrow, but today. But, you know, we're going to get right into it. You know, the last podcast we talked about struggles and consistency and time management. And, um, you know, today I wanted to, you know, real quick, just share some insight. Um, You know, one of the things that I try to do with this whole thing with uh, consistency is uh, your morning routines count. You know, what you do uh, to start your day counts. And one of the things that um, I have that I learned from John Maxwell, he says uh, you should have your top five. And what your top five is, your top five things that you must do every day that will contribute to the success and the completion of your goals. Top five. So knowing me, When I see things that, you know, can help me in any way, I try to implement them as quickly as I can. But like I said before, my issue isn't starting, it's finishing, it's staying consistent. And I don't want to just finish. You know, you know, if anybody ever ran track or played any kind of sport, you were just praying to God that you just got through it you know let me just make it through the finish line let me just make it through this last quarter i'll just be good and be over with you know we've all had those times and seasons in our life but you know i personally have gotten to a place where i don't want to just finish i want to finish strong i want to finish well i want to know that i've done all that i can and i've given 110 percent, even if that 100 percent was somebody else's 50. i have to sleep with myself at night And so with this top five, these are the top five things you do every day. Top five things you do every day to ensure your success. And uh, my top fives are number one is to pray. That's is to pray every day. I got to pray. I got to have that conversation with God. Just like I talk to my earthly father. I talk to my heavenly father every day. Uh, Number two is to read and research and i'm giving you the old one because this has just recently changed and and it's subject to that but it's it's to read and you know just research uh three is to organize you know organize what it is that i do read uh four is to prepare and five is to execute so those are my top five is to pray or beginning in in the beginning stages it was to pray read organize, prepare, execute. And that has changed since then. But, you know, just to give you a framework, these are the top five things I must do every day that will contribute to my success. Now, I will tell you, I have not been consistent up until this point, which is why I have not seen a level of success that I believe God wants me to have. I was reading um, scripture today as well. It said um, in Proverbs, I think 13, 
not sure if it was verse four, don't quote me on it, but it said, the sluggard craves more, but doesn't do anything to pursue it or to get it. Whereas the diligent always has, they always have. The diligent, they always have. And so really, we all have that friend or that family member that's always asking, that always has that handout, but they don't want to do the work. They're the, they're the person who wants to eat the fish. They don't want to be taught how to fish so they can eat for a lifetime. They rather just, you give them the fish. And, you know, you don't want to see family struggle. You don't want to see anybody struggle. But then you have to get to a place where you where you have to ask yourself, am I enabling them? Am I getting in the way of God working in their life? Will they ever see past just me bailing them out of something all the time? And then you have to get acclimated with that famous one letter word, the N to the O, no. No. I tell you, you'll see the real... uh, People know how to put on a facade. You know how to put on a front. You know how to play nice, but you want to see a person's true colors? Tell somebody no. Tell somebody no that you don't normally say no to. And just watch the expression on their face. Just 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 watch just their demeanor. You know what I mean? Especially if there's somebody that that you know you're giving, giving, giving all the time and you're taking, taking, taking. And as soon as you say no, oh my goodness, you are the devil incarnate. You are Satan's spawn. I mean, you are the worst person on God's green earth. And it's like, whoa, wait a minute. And sometimes you got to catch yourself because you're like, wait, after everything that I've done. And you going to come at me like this because I'm telling you, no. It really makes you put some things into perspective. But, you know, this. That's not what I really want to get into, but it led to that. But, you know, I wanted to share some things that I read from another John Maxwell book called the 21 most, the 21 most important minutes of a leader's day. And I was reading from the law of solid ground. And one of some points I took from that was, you know, as a leader, one was to trust is formed by a leader's character and credibility. So I asked the question, uh, if you're consistent, and this is where this is important. If you're consistent, if you do what you say, say what you do, mean what you say, say what you mean, and you follow through, then people know you're consistent, and people know you're dependable, they know you're faithful, they know you're credible, they, they, they know your reputation, they know, hey, hey, Daryl said he gonna do something and he gonna do it, you know, uh, so-and-so is on time and he going to be here. You know, I could bank on that, you know, and, and, and your character as well. You know, how's your character? How's your character when nobody's looking? How's your character when somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody else observes you in different surroundings other than the four walls of the church or other than the four walls of your place of work? Like, how do you conduct yourself when nobody's looking and it's just God? Like, can you be trusted to do the same thing that your superior, that you would do while your superior is looking over your shoulder? Can you be trusted to do the same thing when he's not looking? 
Because I'm telling you, my pastor told me, somebody is always freaking watching. My kids, it's like, when you, when, when you've lived life long enough and you're not for the games no more and you just, you're about bettering yourself, self-awareness, because you know, the better you get, the more you improve, it'll pull other people up who follow you. And one of those people or people, plural, are my children. When I see them bicker and fight and argue, I can't get mad at them but so much because they're only doing what they see me do. Now mind you, I ain't saying me and my wife because it take two to argue, but no, I'm the priest. I, I, you know, and that's another thing. When you know, as a as a man, as a priest, you you get to that place where you take responsibility for your family, even when they're in the wrong. Like it's more than just taking one from the team. It's like. They represent the Dixon name. Like when they go outside these four walls, when my wife goes outside these four walls, when my children are at school, they represent me and I them. So wherever I go, oh, that's Daryl's kid. Oh, that's Daryl's wife. Oh, that's that's so-and-so. So understand your name means something. Your character means something. What do people think of when they say the name Daryl? What do people think of when they say the name Greg? What do people think of when they say the name uh, Anit, Portia, Dana? Bernita, what do people think of when they hear your name? When they say that name, what is the first thing that comes to their mind? Is it liar? Is it cheap? Untrustworthy? Not dependable? Always late? Always got an attitude? Always gossip? Always backstabbing? Or is it faithful? Awesome? Dependable? Stand up person? Down to earth? Oh, I, I, I trust them with my kids any day. What do people think of when they see your name? Trust is formed by a leader's character and credibility. The second one was, there are always signs when a leader is not on solid ground. What are those signs for you? What are those signs for you? My signs were uh, procrastination, uh, depression, condemnation, beating myself up for past failures, feeling like I should be further along in life and not considering all that contributed to where I'm at. Because, you know, a lot of times we want to blame life, but we don't look at the decisions we made as a culmination of, uh, of, of, you know, steps and doors that were open and doors that were closed that led us to this, to this very place that we're at today. Oh, this person didn't hire me or, or this person didn't see my worth. They didn't see my value versus just looking at, OK, what are the decisions that I made in life that has led me up into this point? And when you look at it, you realize that even even if you feel like it was pressured or pushed into making a decision, ultimately, you made that decision. No matter what, we all have free will and you made that decision. So. Check yourself. What are the signs that you, you, you're walking on a slippery slope? What are the signs that, okay, this thing right here is what's preventing me from moving forward? And then deal with it. And let me tell you, if you if you have trouble finding out what those things are, I'm going to tell you right now, get with somebody who's not afraid to tell you like it is. Because one of the things that I also struggle with on the flip side, as opposed to the things I struggle with myself, one of the things I struggle with other people is, is, is 
being, I don't know if uh, it's, it's like they contradict their words. They say I'm real. I'm I, I say what I mean. I'm you know I'm raw. I'm da 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 da. But when you get somebody who's just as real and raw as you and tells you like it is, you get an attitude. You want to tell everybody about themselves, but you don't want to be told about yourself. So how is it that you know everybody's business, their weaknesses, their shortcomings, but can't nobody know yours? Why is it that it's constructive criticism of you trying to help a brother or sister out, but when it's reciprocated back to you, it's judging? How? Like, we got to call a thing a thing and, and, and stop trying to, you know try to uh, uh, create double standards. You know, it's okay for me, but it's not for you. Like that's, that's, that's dumb. That's dumb. And you end up only hurting yourself in the end. Thirdly, um, when a leader is out of touch with God and his people, he loses teachability. When a leader is out of touch with God and his people, he loses teachability. For us aspiring entrepreneurs, I mean, if you don't know, you got to know your audience and whatever it is that you do or represent, it goes right back to that character and credibility. Trust is formed with character and credibility. So what is behind the name, behind the brand that you're pushing out there? Secondly, are there signs that your business is a little shaky? Because trust me, there's no way you're going to build a solid business if you're not a solid individual. There's no way. Because the same way you, the same way you conduct yourself behind closed doors, the same way you conduct yourself if it's shady, you're gonna do that in business. But if you do your best to do things in the right way to have some kind of order, you're gonna do that in business and you're gonna treat people right. If you don't treat people right in your regular relationships, you damn sure ain't gonna treat them right in no business relationship because it's always gonna be about self. And nobody wants to deal with somebody they don't like. They're not going to buy something for somebody they don't like. They're not going to partner up with nobody they don't like. They're just not going to do it. It doesn't make any sense. And the fourth thing was the consequences of sin are always great for both the leader and the people. This is a big thing, a big topic that I really don't have a lot of time to go into. But what, what sin in your life is affecting you? your family, your business. Is it wrong thinking? And come on, you about to you about to be held accountable. I'm about to set you up because if you listen to this podcast right now, the word says the more you know, the more you're held accountable for. Too much is given, much is required, and then much more is given, much more is required. So therefore, once I tell it, it's out there in the atmosphere and now you can't act like you didn't hear it. So Christ said, if a man lusts after a woman in his own heart, he has committed adultery just as much as the one who actually went to the house and did the thing. A person who's thinking about murdering somebody in their heart is just as guilty as the one who actually committed the murder. But see, we want to separate the two. We want to make it okay to think those things because we didn't actually commit the thing. And so we want to look on the ones who actually commit the child molestation and the rape and the impure thoughts and, and the gossip and the backbiting and all that stuff. But then the ones who are thinking it, we think we're in the clear. We think that there's nothing wrong with thinking that. Come on, what are you feeding yourself? What are you watching? What are you allowing in your eye and ear gates for you to even think those things? 
I mean, this is the Bible. Don't get mad at me. Look it up. And these are things that I have to check myself with every day. So I'm not preaching to nobody here. I'm preaching to myself because guess what? When I go back and listen to this, I'm going to be held accountable for everything that's said on here. So that's my little rant for this evening. Well, I should say this morning. Um, I pray that y'all were blessed. Check out the website once again, Sado Apparel. That's S-A-D-O apparel.com. I want to give a shout out real quick to my sister, Bernita. Uh, she has a business, um, Heaven Touch Body Butter. Um, please look her up on Instagram. I mean, it is awesome. I mean, my daughter, my youngest, she has eczema and I use it for her and it keep her moisturized and glistening all day. I mean, it's like Dr. Bond and whatever them other joints is. But yes, please check her out on Instagram. She is Heaven Touch Body Butter. Please get hit her up in the dms you know request some go out and support black businesses um like i said I, I got some myself i'm probably halfway through the jar i'm still shining i wash my hands a whole lot and for you men out there you know when we wash our hands too much we get ashy and that moisture right that moisture leaves but that body butter it got me looking like you know it got me looking like uh you know something more for 300 you know like i didn't came out of pool or cocoa butter or something like that but yeah please go out there and support her this is daryl dixon i am set apart podcast uh you are now tuned in i pray that y'all have a blessed day make the most of every opportunity and uh do something nice for somebody other than yourself